Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. In this podcast, I have JR Mountains and Brian Silverbacks with me. And we are talking about our childhood, of things all geeky and nerdy, whatever. And we just had a good old time um, just reminiscing about the good old days of having stuff as a kid and now I can get as an adult. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. My guest today, once again, Brian Silverbacks. Hey, what's going on everybody? Glad to be here. Always a pleasure. And I, today I also have J.R. Mounts, um, creator of um, Scary Tales North. Yes, sir. Yes, and I also... Uh, okay, Fried pickle. Fried Lauren. pickle. That's, thank you. Thank that's you. That's my people. Normally call me the pickle guy. They that's don't know right. my face. They don't know my name. They that's just right. go pickle guy. And, oh, that's right. And, and the uh, Finleys. And Finleys. And the Finleys fame. Yep. Fried pickle noir, scary tales, and the Finleys, and obviously too much more. Too much more. <laughs> too, much, too much more. <laughs> so Brian. Yes. Hey. Well, what you been up to lately? Uh, I have been just. Uh, I got my new set of upper deck cards. So, with my new set of upper deck cards, uh, some of them are made of plexiglass. So, you have to draw, you can draw on both sides of the card to create like a false 3D image. But since the card's clear, there's a limited amount of stuff you can do to draw on the card and have it stay. Like, right. it's not a tradi- your Copics aren't going to stay on the card mm-hmm. very well. You know what I mean? So, it, it, it's, it's trying. And I have 20 of them to do, and I've only got. Uh, five or six knocked out. So this week is me figuring out how to do that. And on the personal note, I got a little acting. Uh, I got I got a request by email to be a background actor on a film coming up. Say what? So Scoop. I'll be doing that Thursday. <laughs> but I can't give you any more details than that, other than it's a movie. Movie. Yeah, it's a movie. A movie. So you can add more credit to your IMDb. Yes, I will add a credit to my IMDb. What he hasn't said is it's a skin flick. So, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. You might soft, do a... Softcore. Softcore. Soft <laughs> softcore. Soft so- if, if I'm in the movie, it's softcore. Might well, do it's totally soft at first. <laughs> you might do a Sylvester Stallone. You know, he started off like... Oh, okay. <laughs> he was the Italian style. Well for him. Right? well for him. So, there you go. Yeah. But I haven't been as busy as JR, though. I know. How'd JR JR's been? got something going on every weekend. Every weekend. I think I seen you on... What were, you, what were that? Marion... Marion Con. Marion Con, yeah, that's that was, right. That was one of the smaller ones. Uh, you know, some of these some of these local shows that are smaller are you know. That's where you make good shows to go. Yeah, well, Anacon. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean these these seemingly uh, small shows. Shelby, North Carolina. Yep. And you'd be surprised these people don't go to San Diego or or Dragon Con because it's one it's very expensive and True. it's a little far away. So you do a local show uh, where these guys don't go out, you know, and they go on to stay in their town and they just come to you. Yeah, they stay and all they got like spend just like everybody else. Yeah, and they have so JR's awesome. had one. You had one last weekend, right? At Marion, and then you had a weekend before that. I've right? got one every every week oh, until November. 3rd. Oh, okay, let me ch- let me get this straight. Last okay. time I had you on my podcast, uh, Dragon Con. Yes, sir. Then after that, you had two more cons. Actually, Dragon Con was the second of ten weeks. Get the hell out of yeah, here, man! I've got thirty nine weekends this year. <laughs> Shit, man! So you put in work when you, you got know? your own when you've got your own title to push. You have to you put it good, put in work. That's true. That's true. I mean, look, you ask any mom and pop pizza place, they're open on Christmas, they're open on Thanksgiving, right. they're open late, they're open early. They're so, open, you, so you got to do the legwork. It's all yeah. you. I mean, no one else is going to do it but you. 
Yeah, he's a one-man team. Yeah. Just like, you know, when I get my book done, I'll be a one-man team. Absolutely. Well, you're and when you, when you, well, you have to be a two-man team because you can't draw. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. So you'll have to be part of a two-man team. Well, you know what? It's got to get done. It's going to get done. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So, Brian. Yes. So, what did you do this past weekend? I know what I did this past weekend. I went to, it was the 70th, 77th anniversary Oh, Batman, Batman Day. Day. Batman yeah, Day. it was Batman, Batman was Day. made in 1939, September 16th. Ooh. All right. And that's when, you know, it's 77 years, man. This Batman Day found me helping a friend <laughs> move a very large refrigerator. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. <laughs> from second floor. And cold meats. Down to the, down to the basement. <laughs> and then to replace that refrigerator with a much larger and heavier refrigerator <laughs> from this floor to that floor. So after I did, after I helped out with that, I got the call from Amos. And Amos was like, hey man, I'm doing comic book day. Come out here and do a comic book day. And I was like, oh Amos, I can't do Batman day. Try, try to hook me up, man, because I, I just sat down. I was burnt. I was done. Yeah, and I was having fun going in Dr. Nose. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Nose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, getting my um, free Batman comic book. Yeah. All you got to do is say free and Amos is there. <laughs> See, JR, don't listen to this dude. Don't listen to him. free, Amos is there. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like that. You but know no, like so that. Batman Day was cool. I, I'm sorry that I didn't plan better. Like, I, I tried to get in touch with the guys at uh, Battlegrounds Comics and yeah. Battlegrounds Games and Comics in Dalton, Georgia, okay. where I did free comic book day. And uh, to see if they were having anything, I was like, "Man, I like those guys. If I want, I'll, I'll make the two-hour trip up there, uh, set up shop, draw little pictures of Batman for kids or whatever." Yeah. But I, I didn't realize until like three days before, so it's not like I could say, "Hey, by the way, can't you guys just jump in me? that." Yeah. So they ended up having uh, uh, Hip Hop Marvels as a podcast from Dalton. No, I think so. So Hip Hop Marvels is a guy. That's the name of a podcast that they're in Epic Briefs. They did a joint podcast. Okay. From Battleground. So I listened to those podcasts while they were broadcasting from. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad you said Hip Hop Marvel. Now, recently I looked at. Whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, I, I've been picking some up myself. Yeah, well, let's, let's tell the audience what we're okay, talking about. Okay, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So, we uh, back to Batman, Batman Day. I'm sorry. Um, JR, you were talking about um, Frank Miller has yeah. the Dark Knight uh, statues. I mean, for well, direct, the, D, direct DC. I think one of the most iconic moments of Batman's entire history is, is The Dark Knight by Frank Miller. Okay, it kind of changed up with how people thought of the, um, Batman Absolutely. when he it, did it. It was it was as fresh and iconic as the Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams turn in the 70s. When Frank came around in 86 to do what he did to Batman, it made Batman what we know Batman is today. Hard, rough, gritty, and... Uh, Not the Adam West. Don't take no BS. <laughs> now, I love me some Adam West, okay? And there's no, nothing wrong with Adam West. The da-da-da-da-da is fine. Bip, bam, pow. <laughs> oh, by the way, that new cartoon movie looks like it's going to be It's awesome. going to be the bomb. Yeah, My yeah. wife was like, no way, because she's a big fan of the 60s stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys are just going to check out the whole podcast later. But the Dark Knight Returns was uh, was was one of the pivotal moments of Batman's uh, career, and probably the highlight, just under maybe 
Killing Joke or Above Year One. Right. And, uh, you know, there's just so... It's filled with iconic images, iconic moments, iconic, you know, verbiage. You the know. covers, the yeah. artwork style, the Frank Miller artwork. The color by was, Lynn Varley. Yes. Just it, fantastic. Now, I would say... There's a lot of iconic stuff that went into those. Frank Miller revolutionized Batman the way we see it now. And he also did Daredevil too. Yep, he actually did Daredevil before. Batman. That's right. And he, what he did to Daredevil was probably a bigger feat than even Batman. Right. Because Daredevil was like a, a Spider-Man knockoff. First. True. I mean, I, I'm not. I didn't gravitate to Daredevil. I didn't like Daredevil. But when well, but you've seen the Netflix. The strength. That, yeah, that Spider-Man. Yeah, had, yeah. But you you couldn't have the Netflix or even the Brian Michael Bendis run without what Frank Miller did. That's right. Pre Batman, but the. Uh, I guess what Batman, what DC was doing for Batman Day was releasing, you know, all these Dark Knight Returns sets of, of trying toys. to cash in yeah. because well, of course, look, I, they're, they're trying to get my money and I want to give it to them. Yeah, but but part of the the idea of this podcast was growing up geek and what yeah. it's like now. When that comic book came out, there was not a huge market for the toys. No. For all the no. paraphernalia and the statues. It so, wasn't even very well publicized. No, no, it wasn't. So now they know, oh, dude, all those old school guys, they're they're 40 now. Yeah. When they had that comic book and they love the comic book, let's drop these hot-ass toys on them. And there were no trades at that time when we were collecting comics. No, every issue, there was no Batman breaking his back. There was no Superman death. There was no There was no Silver War. There was no Silver Civil War by Captain America, you know, all that Thank stuff. you very much, Brian, for having your phone tonight. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very well, much. The, the bitch wants to talk back. Yeah. It's actually the video from us earlier. I know. Back. I'm like, why am I talking twice? Yeah, that's crazy. I can throw my voice. But, my bad, my bad. But that, that, that comic, you know, was for us, it, that was the moment. That was the biggest event of that year just uh, outside of Watchmen. Yeah. That's right. In Which the same I never year. got on Watchmen. I never got on Watchmen until the movie... I tried to read The Watchmen when it's in the trade, and I got to the end. And I, oh man, it's it's a good book. It's good, but it, it's it's wordy and it's, it's heavy. Really, and, it's and very and wordy. It's heavy. It's very heavy. But if you want action, if you want you know iconic characters, you know that's why you turn to Dark Knight. Right. Watchmen is definitely kind of your 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 heady artsy moment. Yeah, that's why they didn't use characters that you that that were known or beloved. Or they created their own. Yeah, he created his own characters based on one-off like, older characters. Yeah, all the time. Because yeah. you know, uh, was it Night Owl? Uh, yeah, he's uh, like Batman. Yeah. You well, know? even Rorschach is more like, like Batman, Batman but he's more violent. He'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. more of a punisher. Yeah, he's definitely a punisher. <laughs> yeah, he'll kill you. Or, or the pickle. Cute. Or pickle. Or Nice plug. Shameless plug. Uh, nice plug, there. man. That first one, what's it called? The raw dill? The raw, <laughs> the raw dill is a dill pickle? Like, that's book one. That, that right. one was hot. That was a, it was a real dill. So, yeah, I mean, Frank Miller, man, right now, his earlier stuff I really enjoy. But as he gotten away from comic books and went to Hollywood a little bit, he came back and did Dark Knight Master. Was it Master Race? No, he did the Dark Knight Strikes, Strikes again. Strikes that was, that, was it, that came out at uh, 9-11 and boy, that was a piss poor. Yeah, I, I heard that his writing has fallen off. Oh, it was funny is even with the Dark Knight three or whatever they just that's the one I'm talking about. That's, that's the one working on now. But yeah, we got to remember that after nine eleven, after Dark Knight Strikes, he was doing three hundred. Yeah. He was also continuing Sin, with Sin City. Sin City, you know? that's right. So he was still doing good stuff, but it seems like every time he came back to Batman, 
he just wa- wanted to now he wanted to make him an unlikable un- ugly now, character. Now he did the Jim Lee, the Bat- All Star Batman. Oh my god! Yeah, that that, that was that was not good. That was written that was written bad. <laughs> the way he had drawn up. up. John, Jim Lee was oh I was ready best he could, yes, he could. but you know anytime you got Batman calling one of them uh, the, the the big, big word, word yeah you know, you're like wait a minute Frank the C word yo man yeah. yo even oh, Black Canary man they having sex and all of a sudden I'm like dude I, I wanted it's to like, like watching it. the Killing Joke I couldn't even finish it <laughs> yeah I mean I'll collect it but I tell you, you know, it took a, it took a while for it to come out it was from East it, mm. it was like one two three and yeah. about a month a year later then yeah. I mean it took forever to come out. You know, when you had like a person like Frank Miller doing all other kind of things, right. and you got Jim Lee, he's just an artist at the time. I think he had Wildstorm and stuff going on. Well, actually, Jim Lee at that oh, was point had already, had already finished Hush. Yeah, that's right. So Jim Lee, Jim was hot property for Batman, and he was already starting getting into the DC uh, upper echelon you know, for business. Right. Um, so it was kind of a return back to comics for for Jim, and you know, to be paired up with Frank Miller, which was a good book too, by the way. Hush. Yeah, yeah. Hush was great. Did and that you, was you one get of the Dude, you See, gotta, you gotta read his books. Yeah, really. You gotta borrow my books. I borrowed it from him and just never read it. Oh, yeah. He has the I, whole absolute. I had an absolute cover. Okay, without the Dark Knight Returns, you couldn't have had Hush, Long Halloween, or Dark Victory. Man, Long Halloween Dumb. is yeah. nice. So, Jeff, this Jeff Lowe. So I'm going with the comparison here. 1986. All right, we were geeks, kids, and that was the best Batman. Since then, years later. As adults, we get Long Halloween. That's right. And these are some comics. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know anything about Long Halloween. See, Long Halloween was three books. I have three books. Yeah, it was the Long Halloween. It was actually 12 issues, but you're right. It was three, three books. books in a trade. It was 12 issues, one every month for each holiday of the month. It right. was the holiday killer. Mm-hmm. That was Long Halloween. Dark Knight, Dark Victory, it was a couple of years later, was a sequel to that. Again, another 12 months, which you could have had when we were kids. You got three issues, four issues tops if it was a miniseries. Yeah. You know, or they traded out like, you know, the regular issues. Oh, this is Death of Robin six forty one to six whatever. But these were miniseries specifically created for those moments. And And, and Tim Sales was the artist. Yeah. Man, Tim Sale put out some good work. And Jeff Lowe was the writer. And Jeff Lowe was the writer. And now Jeff Lowe is um over at Marvel Television. Yeah, well, yeah well, he was responsible for heroes. Yeah, and so I mean, he's he's moved moved from doing comics and just moved, running the television division. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's, I think he does comics every so often. He does a lot of producing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, Jeff Lowe put out some great work. You know, I'm gonna ask you two these questions right here. All right. All right. But uh, did we ever get to the fact that we're dropping that hot ass figure? Yeah, we got dropping oh, hot ass figure. Yeah, I, 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 know, I thought we skipped over. No, we're gonna get back to that. that. The hot ass figures we'll, we'll, coming we'll, out of the Batman beat your ass suit. Beach. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we'll put a pin in this one right here. Go ahead. Right. To follow up on the Dark Knight. Obviously, Dark Knight is the best thing in the world. You know, eighty six. So clearly, I was you know barely driving at that time. You know, now as an adult, when I see these toys coming out and they've got the Batman beat your Superman ass suit. Yeah. Right. Okay. The first time they've ever come out with that as an action figure. Okay, I'm I'm sixteen all over again. I'm ten. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm ten. I want this figure. I might yeah. even buy a couple just because I want them. What size is it? What is it? Like seven. A seven. Seven inch. Seven inch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, they, so it's probably posable and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 very excited about I, that. Uh, man, it only took how many years? It took thirty years to do. Do I think I can't get any more statues of figures, man. Not until you get out of that apartment. Not out of that apartment yet, man. He's got never, no room. Man, Jr. I'm telling you, dude, I got a lot. I have to put all store. I got to put it in storage. All right, here's a question related to what we were talking about. Uh-huh. How many of these things are from your youth, and how many of these things? Oh, this is all. This is all from my 10, 15 years. 
All from adulthood. 15 years. Everything I had as a kid was thrown away. Or, you know, I was outside playing it. And my mom said, bring your toys in. I leave them outside. My dad cutting yarn. And it's gone. Yeah, all my He-Man and G.I. Joe have been... DX. Yeah. All my toys when I was a kid was uh, it was in a giant box in my garage, and then it was suspiciously right next to the Goodwill box. <laughs> <laughs> so when the Goodwill people came to take the box, they took my toys and left me all my Now, I will oh. say this. I will say this. I went back home to my mom and dad, and I live in Mississippi, and I was going up to the uh, upstairs, and I was going through the chess, and all of a sudden, man, I see the Emperor from Return of the Jedi. I'm taking this back home with yeah, you. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I had, I said, man, yeah, it's the are. only one left in my childhood, man. That's the only toys left. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been collecting them for about 15 years now, man. And we can replace them now because yeah. rather than the exactly two points of articulation, he's like, like, like. So, you had 32 points of articulation, 104 points of articulation. So, is, it mint, is it mint on card? Or, <laughs> man, we didn't give a shit about we mint on card. We, we threw the cards away. Really? They were well, plastic no, and I paper. Cut, I cut my G.I. Joe's because you know they had the little bio that's right, on that's the right. back. So, I had well, a recipe box. Star Wars 2. But then again, G.I. Joe had the little flag points that you could order. That's how I got Sergeant Slaughter. Well, and Boba Fett. Perry. Boba Fett. I remember that. I didn't get Boba Fett. I was never into Star Wars as a kid. I was He-Man and G.I. Joe, and that was it I for did, me. I did some Joe and some some uh, some Star Wars. But see, Joe, I'm older than you, so I was into the original G.I. Joe, the rubber arms. Oh, <laughs> yo, that. <laughs> you were into the 12-inchers. 12-inchers 12 12 Kung Fu Grip. Tattoos, Kung Fu Grip, and the hair that was like sandpaper. Wow. <laughs> the carpet. Like, like, oh, carpet <laughs> and there was no Cobra. It was just like G.I. Joe against anybody who's not G.I. Joe. You know what? Larry Hammer, um, the writer for Marvel, G.I. Yeah. Joe, I said in the panel on Dragon Con, man, pretty cool guy. And he, he was really He was talking cool. about the process, how he was writing everything. It was pretty interesting. He's not every Joe Lanta. Yeah, he did. He is. He met him once, right? No, I didn't meet him, but I mean, he's always there. He also did a great turn on Wolverine, too. Back when That's Wolverine right. He did was, say about Wolverine. He made Wolverine and Sabretooth like, just literally gnash at each other big time. He was he put Wolverine on the map for me. Yeah, because Marvel wanted him to do some... Um, they said G.I. Joe wouldn't last. In the last eight years on, yeah. on at Marvel. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, <laughs> man. You know what I found when I was doing my comic book catalogs the other day? Uh, comic book, a G.I. Joe comic book with a Todd McFarlane cover. Really? Oh. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, like number sixty-three or something. I'll pull it up real quick. Oh what you guys? And, and speaking of GI Joe, and um, uh, we we've done, I mean, we talked about Batman. You know, we talked about the figure and everything. GI Joe. Now, IDW got the licensing right for Hasbro toys. They got license for everybody. everything now, oh right? Gosh. So what they're going to do is they're going to have a shared universe, and I'm kind of interested where they're going with this. Mask, Micronauts, Micronauts, Transformers. G.I. Joe, oh my gosh. Rome, the Space Knight. Rom. Rom, I'm sorry, Rom, the Space yeah, they, Knight. I heard they were bringing a lot of Rom stuff back, I thought. So he's part of IDW now. Okay. And I picked up the first issue, man. It's not, not bad. Yeah? Yeah, it's not bad Look, at all. IDW's on the map for like taking our old stuff back when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, they got, they've got they got G.I. Joe, they got Transformers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Visionaries. I forgot about Visionaries. Oh, man. They also, that's that's the time McFarlane cover, issue number 60. Wow. So Todd was still drawing... He just did the, pretty just the cover, though. Just okay. the cover. So, yeah, I mean, as a kid, like you said, back to the question, you know, as a kid, we couldn't, like, afford all this stuff. You well, know? We, without the internet, we, we didn't know all this shit existed. That's no, what it is. No, no, Only it's a commercial. Was it, like Eckerd or Kmart. Like, or that's if you had a Toys R Us down. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm from a small town in Mississippi. I didn't have yeah, a Toys no, R Us. Toys R Us I had a Kmart, and Walmart wasn't out there. I had a Kmart. But back then, those Kmart toy aisles were, well, I mean, they were something. They were a force oh. to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got in trouble for that. 
that kind of trouble. And he must get your ass back up. Did I tell you? Yeah, yeah ma. Yeah, so I, I got in trouble a couple of times, you know, going away, going to the toy section. But we mm-hmm. lived in the toy section. Yeah, we lived yeah, in we it, lived man. There. We lived there. Because the books was just Come books. Come get me when you're done. Yeah. I'll be in the toys, Mom. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. my clothes and my tough skin jeans and my generic shoes. Come get yep. me. I'm in the toys. You said generic shoe. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did have generic the shoes. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, I remember. Oh, <laughs> oh my that's God. Terrible. I had some kangaroos, man. The ruse? The ruse. I had a ruler with a on the pocket with the zipper for your house key. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, good old days. I wanted vans. I wanted vans <laughs> so bad when I was a kid. Oh, I was when, growing up. It was about get when I started getting into high school. It was all about the pump. I had to, you had to have the, the pump Reebok shoes. pump. Reebok pump. Oh, I was, I was long away from those when I had those came Sha- out. Shaquille O'Neal had the pump shoes. D. Brown had the pump shoes. Yeah, so I was like, dude, I finally ended up getting a set of pumps, but I had to like save my own money and take the forty dollars that my mom says. I was going to buy you a pair of shoes, and they were going to cost forty dollars. So that was going to be forever out of your life, too. And then I had to save up the other hundred dollars to go with that forty to go buy the punk shoes, so I could be cool in school. Now, how long did that take you as a kid? I don't remember because I remember <laughs> allowance. They that didn't. Man, it ain't fly well with me at all. I had a jobby job. <laughs> oh, I, was, wow. I was slinging burgers or whatever okay. I was doing at the age of fifteen. I've had a job since I was thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, okay. Damn, you got me beat. Big time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my well, first job. I wasn't, it wasn't a dick measure contest. I was just saying. Like, I mean, I, I always had some money. Well, but if you wanted to, you'd mow neighbor's lawns. Yeah. All right? You'd wash windows. You'd wash cars. You'd do anything you could to get that. And actually, and then allowance. Yeah. Hey, kiss is coming to town. I, I will find a the way. the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, you I did? Was, I was a counselor at the Boys and Girls Club. I can't see you being a counselor, man. I used to not be an asshole. Yeah, because I can I Stay in school. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see but, it. So, yeah, I, I I wish I could go back and remember. Like, I don't even remember where the old comic books and the old toys that I had. I don't remember where they went. Like, yeah. I don't know at what point in my life did they get lost. Did I leave them at home? I just know that I don't have them now. So, I mean, for me, um, as a kid... I was so big into, like you said, He-Man, Transformers, stuff like that. When I got comic books, I read them, and my mom, I put them somewhere, they gone. You know, my mom threw them, you know, threw them away, man. You know oh. what I'm saying? And that's the crazy part. You only kept your favorites. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the crazy <laughs> let me, part. Let me tell you what Matt's parents did. <laughs> Matt had, Matt's, Matt was an only child. So his parents, you know, pretty much got him whatever he asked for. So he had a lot, a lot of comic books, right? So he moves out, he goes to college, blah, blah, blah. And then now comic books are starting to get back hot and the movies are coming out, Iron Man. He goes back home and he asks his mom and dad about where his comic books are. And they're like, oh, well, we don't know. We've moved a couple of houses. We'll have to look for them. So he comes home like a different weekend and then there's a little box, like a half a half box right. full of comics. And they're like, oh, well, we found these. We think these are your comics. She had gone to like a yard sale and just bought oh. like all the all the comic books she could and she just jammed them in the Ooh. box. I didn't collect so Richie Rich. Now he's got like a bunch. He's got this little half short box of just random generic ass comics and not the shit that we were buying no, in no. high school. It's jammed. We were all X Men. <laughs> yeah, we were all Executioner Song and Inferno. Yep. 
all that stuff. And now he's got, he's like, dude, these, I, I don't remember these. And now that we're old and shit, we're like, I didn't have these. Like, he can't, he's not fully willing to accept that he didn't have these. He just doesn't remember them. Okay, I, I'm a geek collector savant. I would have known I had any of those. <laughs> yeah. I won't so, remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but I go, no, no, no. I had 129, 128, 124, and 26. Not Lulu. Yeah. Not Lulu. So, not not Richie that, Rich. That not Little Devil. I was, I was doing my cataloging the other day, and I realized I don't have any of my spawns. Wow. Because someone posted online, they're like, oh, here's some of my old comic books that I had. And I was like, oh, I had Spawn number one. And I went through my checklist, and I don't have a single Spawn until, like, issue 14. And I was like, I know, excuse me, I know that I bought all those Spawns, because yeah. that's the peak of comic buying time. Well, you know, speaking of getting your comics, how did you get your comics? Well, JR. Uh, you know what? I, all right, I'm old. I'm 47. Did you right? live so, around here? Yeah. No, no. I lived in uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Oh, okay. No, all right. No, no, uh, not Los Angeles. Oh. Let's just see. I saw Southern California, the dust of Los Angeles. Okay. I lived in Bloomington, California. Okay. Right, shot right. off the Bloomington. <laughs> I, no, shot off. Shot off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you smelled cow manure, oranges, and you heard train tracks. That's what. That's where I grew up. But uh, I was fine with that. Okay. But uh, my grandmother worked at... Uh, Kmart. So she was kind of like my toy hookup. My aunt was very progressive, okay? So imagine, and we'll bring this up, you know, back then, back in the day, you didn't tell anybody you read comic books. Yeah. Unless they were your absolute best friends because right. they were going to make fun of you. My aunt was so proactive. She read Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, wow. She collected Amazing Spider-Man. She knew about John Romita. She knew about Jim Mooney, Gil oh, Kane. Wow. Oh, yeah. So she had this suitcase. And, you know, I remember Spider-Man is what she collected. So we'd go to this comic book shop. Never forget it. Fibber McGee's is what it was called in Riverside. Smelled like comics <laughs> and ash. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, you can smell the dust of old comics. And this is also back in the day where our, uh, the walls were lined with long boxes. And the oh, right. boxes had things on the cover. And the guy also sold Playboy and Penthouse. And that was on the other end, right? No, no, no. It was right up front, baby. Oh. Okay, I saw my first boobie at like seven. Wow. It was like fantastic. Because, you know, they didn't cover those things up back then. You couldn't peek in the box. Yeah. The covers right. were fine. Those covers were fine. <laughs> but I remember we'd always go, and eventually it's like, well, would you like to buy your own first comic book? And I, I always know it was, my first one was always Batman. Everybody loves Batman. Batman's kind of like, you know, Batman, Spider-Man, Superman... Superman was the first com- cartoon I had seen as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know the old Fleischer stuff, and maybe some of the uh, some of the Super Friends and not stuff. Not su- pre Super Friends, the other stuff. Oh, that's um, right. What, Way what back. The animation. The animation. They were just like yeah. sliding on the screen. Yeah, there was the Fleischer stuff in the what forties or fifties, yeah. and then later on, right before Super Friends, they had that the the DC Power Hour. You know? Oh yeah, that's right. Or the Adam and uh, Shazam Man. Not Shazam. And stuff. Well, it was uh, Green Lantern, you know. Hawkman. That's where Superman's flying there and hitting the, the meteorites every single weekend. <laughs> meteorite, meteorite, you know. And uh, that was my Superman. So I'd always collect Batman and Superman. But my aunt was my Spider-Man hookup. And for myself, that's how I got my comics. I'd always get, uh, uh, we'd go to the grocery store. And they'd have that spindle. Oh, right, bags, yes. Bags, I remember that, yes. Those With bags. Every had, one of them had a bent spine and bent pages. And but you didn't care because no. well, we were throwing comic books away. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But back then, you'd get three, four a quarter. All right? And then it'd be 50 cents and then 75 Three, four a quarter, man. All right? So on one side, you get Freedom Fighters with Wonder Woman on it. All right. right? Freedom Fighters you know, with a special Wonder Woman appearance. On the other side, you'd get, like, maybe uh, Turok, Son of Stone, Gold Key. All right? In the middle... 
you might get Godzilla number two. You didn't know Godzilla was a comic book. Holy crap! Otherwise, sometimes you might also get like Barbie, which was like, eh, toss that. Right. You know. But that's how I, I would go to the grocery store, go to the comic book spindle, try to peek in those things, mm-hmm. and hopefully spend my week allowance of a quarter, you know, on on that. And and I'll never forget my aunt. Eventually, when I was uh, I was good, I kept you know wanting to get into comic books. I kept reading her comic books, and I always go over and see my comic books. She gave them all to me for my birthday present one day. Oh, that was wow. that was cool. That must have been fifty. Did you end up with some old, real winners in there? Ramitas, John Mooney, any Joe first Kane. appearances that you could think of? Uh, Morbius. Oh, the Living yeah. Vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Morbius, Shocker, Craven. Uh-huh. Oh, Shocker's uh, gonna be in the movie. You're right. Oh, yeah. They've already shown what he looks like. Okay. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Homecoming. She didn't have any Ditko stuff, but I remember the the when Ditko ended, and there was a couple of uh, a couple of um, a couple of Ramitas. I remember like she couldn't find the death of Gwen Stacy. Oh. And the, death of the Green Goblin. Those are too expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so those were my comic books. That was that was how I got started, and uh, you know, never, never. Quit. What about you, Brian? I don't remember the exact moment I got into comic books, but I think it would be my dad used to be an avid reader, like of like Carl Sagan and stuff like that. So we would always, when we'd go to the mall, it was a special trip, take the family to the mall. So you, you're originally from Marietta. Well, I, I did my middle school and high school years here in Marietta. Okay. So uh, we would go to the mall, and there would always be like a Walden Books or some sort of bookstore in there. And while he's going to the books, I would always look at the movie scenes, magaz- comic scenes sure. magazine and what's going on with the new Batman movie that's coming out. And right next to those, there's always a couple of comic books. My dad was a big Silver Surfer fan because he used to collect comic books back in the day. When he moved over from Cuba, he lost all his comic books. So he started, but when we found him at the bookstore, he started collecting Silver Surfers again. And I was like, all right, well, dad keeps buying these things. So, And that was when I first found Wolverine. Like so, I picked up X Men. I was like, "Who's this cool guy smoking a cigar <laughs> with the claws and shit?" That must be Chris like, Claremont. Yeah, yeah, it was Chris. Cool. It was Chris so, Claremont. That that got me started. So I started wanting to go to the bookstore with Dad every time he went. And then now I'm on the lookout. So when I go to grocery stores, but then I went down in Austell. There was ENS Comics. Uh, yeah, ENS Comics in Austell. I shopped I there when I was in high school. I went to ENS Comics down in that shopping center right off Thornton Road, <laughs> yeah. and that was that was a big time when you go to ENS Comics, and then Oxford Books in Atlanta. Atlanta yeah, I know Oxford Books. Like the whole basement used to be like their comic book thing, so that would, we would get a chance to go there. Very rarely would we be able to score a ride. Like my dad would get me and Matt and a couple of other guys and put us in like a little two-door vehicle <laughs> and that was our trip like he my dad would take us all down to the comic and we would just have a whole afternoon walking around oxford comics and you'd read them so so that was basically how i got introduced in the comics comic books. well for me like i said i'm from a rural area from nobody Mississippi. cares well, who cares I, I, about you man <laughs> nobody ask you yeah i'm telling you <laughs> this is my podcast god damn it okay <laughs> <laughs> you know he can edit you out. Yeah, I gotta. Hey, no, so, he, can't, he can't edit. I, I'm still. Did you hear the dragon, Colin? Oh, uh, what? In between, in between you talking from one person to another, there's like a minute of dead air. <laughs> I was like, is this podcast over? That's the commercial break. That's the commercial but, break. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. Okay. <laughs> back how to what did I was you get into comics? I, I got into comics. <laughs> <laughs> you such an ass, man. I know. But how did you get into comics? And I got into comics. So. 
No, where I'm from, man, I usually got, went to Kroger's. You know, Kroger's had that stand. How yeah. many Kroger's were there? One Kroger. Oh, so That's just it. one Kroger. Was one, one not Kroger's. Kroger's had. Kroger's or Kroger? You know, Kroger. spelled with an R. I know. Yeah. You keep saying the S. <laughs> this is what Kroger, anyway, had um the, the spinning um rack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all the comics. And I think my first comic book was Avengers Annual. Were they singles at that time? Yeah, it was singles. Okay. It was singles at that time. I, I had uh, got the Avengers um, Annual. They were about a dollar $1.25, I think. The annuals were, yeah. They yeah, were, they were $1.25. So that was my first comic I got. So I probably was like probably eight, probably eight or nine, something like that. So as I got older and became a teenager, you know, I went to like um, the, um, the grocery store. I look at the comic. I get the comic right. How I got like like bundles of it. I looked inside the comic book and it had the comics and the oh, East Coast yep. comics. Yeah. Mail order, order shit. Yeah, yeah I, I mail ordered some comics. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> that's what I had. Jammed in my mailbox. Yep. Now I want to kick their with ass. the sticker over like yes. your address sticker. Yeah. I, so that's what I got my comics, man, because I had to order those things from the comic book. Yeah. It was it Mile High Comics, East Coast Comics, New uh, Jersey, East Coast? Yeah. So yeah, all those comic book um, stores was not sending me comics, and I had to get them in a box. And I had a couple that would come all bent up, man. Yeah. You know, and I had like yeah. the I mean, the hol- holograms were big at the time. Mm-hmm. I got the um, Web of Spider Man. I mean, how I, I would get my comic. green covers? The green, about? yeah. And I had a three hundred sixty five. I made the Spider Man, the black cover with the hologram and everything. Yeah, I remember that. And I had ex- executioner song, all that stuff. All I, about the gimmick covers. All about the gimmicks, man. I, I, that's how I got my comics. And, and until I got into college. I started getting more and more and more comments. I went to this place called On Q. It was like Media Play. On Q? Uh-huh. It was, I think it was like Sam Goody Man, uh, affiliated, something like that. God, I love Media Play. Media Play was the shit. God, now, it, now it's like Second and Charles is yeah. the closest I can get. Close, close. Second and Charles is pretty awesome, though. They're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. So, I mean, I, I, the how I got into comics, man, at the grocery stores. The, the how I first got my comic was Avengers Annual. I can't think of it. And I also had got a new war. No, it was Amazing Spider-Man Annual. Uh, had Spider Man and the New Warriors, and Mark Bagley was doing the art. Yeah, Bagley, because he was doing awesome. the New Warriors. New Warriors at the time, right? And I said, "Damn, this is Mark shit." Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I had it, and my it's still in bad condition, but I I'm still, I still got it now. My I still New Warriors number one kind of looks rough. Yeah, man. So I mean, at the time, I didn't know how to take care of a comic book. Yeah, my my carnage from Bagley is is well Where, ran. <laughs> well <laughs> ran. Mine is too, and that, I, I found my New Mutants ninety eight. Oh God. Wow. I want to kick myself in the ass. No, but no, that's, that's the original one. You don't I kick bought. yourself if you didn't have it. Okay, I, that's the original one I bought in whatever year it came out, ninety six or yep. whatever, ninety four. That's the that's the copy I still have. Like, I yeah, have. yeah, that's kind of rough. Even Wolverine one hundred when he uh, trying to get the um, Andamantium back into him, mm-hmm. I got that cover. It was two t- type of covers. It was. Well, the I off- stopped collecting. I I went into the military. Before Wolverine had his adamantium mm-hmm. stolen. Yeah. So when I, you know, I'm doing the army thing, every now and then I'd get in touch with someone who's still reading comics. They're like, Wolverine doesn't have any his claws anymore. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, then, and then so I buy a couple of issues and uh, Joey Mad is doing the artwork and right. it looks totally different than what I expected. You got Wolverine with no nose. No. Yeah, he got the he bandana. Got the bandana. Yep. He's and got the these bones. huge bone claws. I was like, all right, I've been out of comics. And that's the first time your mind goes like, wait, what? Yeah. And this is when you were trying to find himself. Like Street Fighter. You know, like, wait, wait a minute. Like, when did Baraka? <laughs> <laughs> so he was trying to find Baraka. himself. He was feral. 
That's Wolf, right. That's Wolverine, right. you know, yeah. Electro trying to have him find his way. So whatever. when I went to the military, I've really lost touch with my comic book stuff. And I, and I gotta say, boy, those comic book companies need to suck us in, didn't they? They did. It's all gimmicky. Part it one of four and collect each issue of oh, X Men, Uncanny X Men, Secret X Men. has one series <laughs> over the course of eight. Titles. The X Men universe has so many damn events and tie-ins during the nineties. It was yeah. ridiculous. In fact, it's only bet good now that you can finally buy omnibuses that will put them put in all order. Yes. Right, in order. Because to try to do it yourself, you'd read the ending before you re- realize you you missed the oh, middle. Oh, shit, I missed one. Yeah. Or that happened. You could like, not miss one back there. in the bottom yeah. of the corner that says, referring to issues of <laughs> yeah. so-and-so. Yeah, pretty Amber bad. alert? Yeah, I got an amber alert. All right, guys, if you're listening to this ever and you're... Uh, Sumter County, Georgia. There's an Amber Alert for a 2000 Maroon Lincoln Town Car, Georgia so Tag RCA 21 or 9127. Amber Alert. Yeah, we gotta start buzzing. What's the date, by the way? The 20th. 20th. So keep that in mind. Yeah. So that's how I got into comics, man. Like I said, <laughs> that's some public service. Yeah, right. Like, but comics, man, and mostly the when toys, man. Growing up as a kid, I wanted every. Fucking G.I. Oh. Joe that was out there, man. We were all completists back then. There wasn't a Star Wars oh, or yes. G.I. Joe or Transformer or thing. You'd, or oh, Transformers. When the you had to limit what you could do. Like, you could have three things to collect. You could have no more than three. That's why I didn't get into teams as a kid. I was Batman. I was Spider-Man. I was individual vigilantes. Because <laughs> teams, and then you had to buy the whole set. This is how I used to do my toys, man. How I used to play with them, right? I used to get G.I. Joe, Transformer. I got a couple of He-Man. I had Muscles. Remember Muscles? I, mm-hmm. have, I still have my Muscles. The Muscles. I had a couple of those things. It was fun to play with, man. In Micro Machines. In Micro Machines. Yeah. Oh, remember the guy? Yeah. He speaks fast. What was yeah. his name? Blur. Blur from Transformers. Blur from Transformers. That's what his name was. <laughs> yeah, and I had, what, Visionaries at the time. See, Hasbro back in the 80s, man, they had so many toy lines. You know, they had an Inhumanoid, Visionary, yeah, Transformer, oh G.I. Joe, Micronauts, and Mask. Mask at the time was Kenner. Yeah. Mask was ten- Kenner I mean, at the time. We're not even talking about the knockoffs. These are the big companies. Yeah, they're like, big there companies. There was just as many knockoffs. Oh, yeah, GoBots. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God. I think GoBots was actually around first, right? Yeah. They GoBots had... was first, and then Transformers huh. came out, and it just ended up being cooler. But wasn't, tra- wasn't Transformers from Japan? Takara. Oh, okay, okay. So Takara's toy, They started it. And the Americans basically said, "Hey, we want to put some Lego Lego robots together yeah. too." <laughs> See, with Transformer, man, you know, it came for Takara Toys. You know, um, Hasbro bought bought the rights to those mm-hmm. toys, and all of a sudden, like for instance, Jetfire. Now, Jetfire was Robotech. like the, Robotech, right? Yeah. So over here, it was the licensing Ultron. thing. Both it was Robotech and um, the Matt Cross um, saga, mm-hmm. and you know. They had a big licensing thing. They couldn't yeah. put them in the cartoon, so they had to change it up. So yeah, man. I mean, back in the eighties, dude. I mean, Hasbro. Did was, any of you guys have the aircraft carrier from GI Joe? I that, wanted that. That huge no, took up the no, whole yeah. I, that I had to. I had to. I had to choose from either the Batmobiles for all my Migos, or oh, you had Migos. I had Migos. I, well, I had a hookup. My grandmother worked at Kmart. So oh, that's right. You did say something that. went on. Uh, something so went if you on had parents, the, you know, what was the biggest? Toy accessory you had when you were a child, still like still in middle school, let's say middle school or younger, because I, what, what's coming to my mind is like maybe a Castle Gray Skull, or what I a, had I had a couple of those uh, American flags that you could put your GI Joes on, or the Terradome from um, or the Terradome Cobra. I remember Death Star from Star Wars, ah, uh, and the Hoth planet. 
That was that was the, like the oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I remember that, that. for a kid. Like I had Battle Bones. I had I had Castle Grayskull, and I think I had Snake Mountain, and I had the Battle Bones, like oh, the, yeah. the dinosaur that they all fit into the ribs. I gotta say, I'd still want those today. I, I still do. <laughs> I would still, I'd want them back so bad. I, I, I never. I didn't have anything like that. The biggest toy I ever had was like the damn Dragonfly from Wild Bill with GI Joe. Oh, oh, the helicopter. The helicopter. The helicopter. Yeah, helicopter. yeah, the GI Joe helicopter. Well, it's co- it's a Cobra helicopter. No, 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 no. The make and model of the air helicopter is a Cobra helicopter. No, I'm, I, I actually had the first season of GI Joe Wild Bill the helicopter Dragonfly. I'm telling you, the name of the of the helicopter in. And the military, military was called is a Cobra helicopter. helicopter. Oh, okay. Not Cobra, Cobra GI Cash. Joe. Oh. Cobra, as in the name of the helicopter. Really? Yeah. Holy crap! Okay. That was pretty cool. That is, actually, that's a great. That's like the greatest coincidence <laughs> ever. You know, we don't even make up a name. It's already called the Cobra. Yeah. So wow. That was cool. But all right, so we didn't have. None of us were cool enough to have the big. No, my mom and dad wasn't. It all came down to money. Money. My mom and dad wasn't buying that, man. I mean, school and clothes and put a hit me. And you got siblings. I have two other. I got two other siblings. Are you siblinged? Oh yeah, dude. I'm the oldest of like three. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the oldest of three. Two that made it. One or two. So yeah, I mean, what I had, my I have a sister that's she's the middle child. My younger, my brother. But he got Optimus Prime. I wanted Optimus oh, Prime, man. That, that with, mother- the, with the trailer? Yes, he had got it. I never got it as a kid. I was so jealous, man. Yes. Like, damn, dude. I could never get Optimus Prime unless I like traded somebody some shit. <laughs> yeah. and this- it would be like another kid had it, and it was already beat up, and the arms were wobbly. That's when you, and- le- that's when you lend out. Okay. Well, well, that's the, well that, that would be when I could score from somebody. I'd be like, dude, I'll give you these two... Uh, uh, snack packs and this Wolverine number twenty four. If you let me get that, uh, yeah. What's it called? And then you come home and your mom and dad are like, "I know I didn't buy you that." <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "I traded Billy for it," and they're like, "All right, we're going to Billy's because they apparently they paid a shitload of money for whatever you traded." Yeah, right. Yeah. You didn't know any better. And, and now it does. Like, it's a toy. It to yeah, it's a toy. We were right. Where was it? We, we compared them up. Is that the right size? Yeah, that's equal size. Bro. Yeah, that one's bigger. Well, let me throw you in this one. Until, until, you know, I had kids, and then I'm like, hey, if I pay good money, you better not go to school and be trading that shit around. I paid for that. You keep that. That's not yours. That's mine. Lit. My mom did me the same way. Yeah, yeah. She did me the same way. And we played with these things, too. Mm, right? Yeah, that's so, what I'm But saying. here's the question. So why do we keep collecting? Because I'm pretty sure I don't go to Brian's house and play. No, no. no. You know what it is for me is... It's the nostalgia. It's me as a kid. I never had this stuff, and as an adult, is it that or is it you want to measure your dick? Like I, I can't. I, me- I don't want I to measure want, my dick with nobody else's no, dick, man. I want to come over to your house and you show me all this cool my, shit. That's better like, than your shit. I got more, I got more shit than you. Come over to my house so I can show you my wall of geek. And you come over <laughs> oh, to my oh, wall. Oh, of I'm, geek. I'm gonna say something. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna say. Something. <laughs> we'll go to your wall hold on, of geek. hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna say we'll something. We'll see whose whose geek is bigger. Now I would say that, and, and okay. Brian, whose wife is matter. Why do you buy all this shit? (laughs) By that point, by the time we get to measuring our geek, we'll we'll all be single. And Brian know know this right here, man. When I moved down here, I'm I'm in 2000, 2001, and um, I met Mar Bagley, right? And I looked in his studio. I'm like, damn, look at all these statues and stuff like that, right? From that point on, I said, I got to get so many statues. (laughs) And he could tell you, and Brian vouched for this. But now, here's the thing. The draw is hard. It is, man. First off, let's get it. The statues are fun to look at. They are phenomenal. Most of them. Picture perfect. They are. Most of them are expensive as shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, they're cool. If I were to have statues, I would have them out. This dude's got so many, they're still in the damn yeah. box and I, shit. I, I, I only have I understand a toy. You know, it, it loses its value once it comes off well, the card. You can all suppose it. Yeah? Yeah, but he's got statues just in the box stored up. I got nowhere to display them. And the I thing is, man. But he's got them. He's got I got them, dude. I got them. Eventually, just wait. I, bitch, when he wins the lottery he and he gets a pancake, <laughs> you're going to measure his geek. <laughs> two rulers to measure his geek. And then the thing is, man, I mean, I have them from Boeing, Boeing Design. And they, they had a contract with Marvel. They don't do them anymore. Sure. Oh, and, yeah. man, you know, I, I got the Deadpool before they, they stopped. I have Deadpool, um, Lady Death. Not Lady Death. Death. But Thanos, yeah, and I have um, from Marvel. From Marvel, yeah, their, their statues are man, out of hand. Man. They is. I've even got a couple of the Marvel zombie ones, and they're they're sick good. And I have Simon the Zombie, you know, yeah, <laughs> Simon Garth the Zombie, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I have a lot of them. He could tell you. And then after that, I started collecting other things. I went back to figures, then went back to Transformers. Uh, I had a GI Joe because well, I mean, you got up your game. I got up my game, man. I mean, he probably when you knows see some like play arts, you know. Yeah. Like, did you know you can have forty eight hundred <laughs> points of articulation? <laughs> yeah, right. He not only turns into a truck, he turns into a lunchbox. Now I will say for Brian, Brian is his, his whisks collection is Funko Pops. Well, I've, I've had to narrow it down. Because yeah, I was out of control. Sure, sure. We're all control, I, out of control. I, I didn't make up my mind. Anything that looked cool, I was like, dude, I fucking want it. Yep. dude, I want it. I want it. And then now what I've done is I've narrowed down. If it's a cool Funko Pop, I'll get it. That way that my my collection has some sort of uniformity to it. Like sure. They're all, all right. the same. Now it's gotten to the point where I can't even do that anymore. I've had to <laughs> narrow from anything Funko Pop to this area of Funko Pop. Well, so now here are my areas. If it's a Deadpool Funko Pop, I can get it. Uh, <laughs> if it's a Marvel Funko Pop, I can get it. Oh, that doesn't mean that's on a small list. At all. If it's an it really is. Funko Pop, I can get it. If it's a WWE Funko Pop, I can get it. All right, that's only that's about fifty percent of all the Funko. A Joker, Pops. a Batman, and a Harley. But no, there's so much more. I know. Like I've got, I've got, I don't Breaking Bad. I've got the Predator. I've got Aliens. I've got Iron you know, Giant. All this you, other shit that I can't. Jr. Do. You own any? What, Funko, Funko Pop? Pop yeah. No, I have avoided that drug. Okay? I've avoided... It's addictive. Oh, you I've avoided Funko Pops. I've Matt avoided... Parker is the one that bought me my first <laughs> The Funko Rock. Pop. He bought me The Rock for my birthday. I will... Because I'm a big Rock fan. Okay, I actually own two Funko Pops. <gasps> they were a gift. I didn't purchase them. Oh, okay. Uh, Day of the Dead, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas toys. Jack oh, okay. and Sally, Day of the Dead version. And they're they're the bomb. I have, I think I have the Jack version of that. They're awesome. But See, I, I, mean, I, like I can't the, buy them because they're good. But uh, I like the Funko Pop, but with Brian, Brian, you have to cut it down. For me, I, I just ordered two more yesterday. See what I'm saying? See? And they don't even fall into any of those categories that I just named. I got Ronda I, I Rousey know. and Conor McGregor. UFC. Son of a bitch. What do we got? UFC. Now he'll get some UFC. Uh, yeah, but, but abbreviations are part of his thing. He can do that. WWF, yeah. UFC. See, yeah. for me, I only I got, got Supernatural. I only got Supernatural. That's the only Funko Pops I have. Supernatural mm-hmm. and one Black Panther from the uh, Marvel Civil War. Um, and I got um, something else. Oh, Star-Lord. That's it. And nothing else. I mean, I can't get into Funko Pop. My thing now is it's going to be a statue. It's not going to be polystone. It's going to be just plastic. Yeah, yeah. This plastic. You know, that um, Kota Bikia, um the Marvel and well, DC. the molds are fantastic. Yeah, easily. yeah. And my theme is Spider-Man related characters. That's it. Point blank. Nothing else. Now, I will say this. I'm going to take that back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say. I'm seeing subsets as well. Bit, uh, shout out again to Dr. Nose. And uh, 
I got a magic figure, man. Hey, Cliff over hey, there. Cliff right? Biggers. Love that guy. Ah, Cliff is fantastic. And uh, I got a magic from um, X-Men, New Mutants. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, that's Jeffrey Gwynn's favorite character. I know. Are you getting for it as a gift? What? <laughs> for, for himself, <laughs> maybe. Right? Yeah. You trading that with Jeffrey for a custom... A custom... Uh, now, you know me, right? I'm just saying... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, not, if, it's not, if it's not free... He's already got a free Jeffrey Gwynn. That's right. He doesn't Wait, need any more Gwynn all right, stuff. All right, story here is this with Walker Stalker, right? And I'm helping Brian out, and I, this is my first time meeting him. helping Brian. I'm helping Brian. Brian, Brian had an extra pass. So, anyway, <laughs> my story is this. My, <laughs> this is how I'm telling him. Yeah, right. I'm sticking so to I'm, I'm, meet, um, I'm meeting him, right? And I said, yo, man, I need the... Um, we just talking. I'm just saying I like comments and stuff like that. And I asked about this character called The Sentry. He said, oh, yeah, I could do that for me. Just again, reference, reference, right? And I asked how much. Oh, that's free. And this dude, he'll look at me, man. So I'm like, oh, it's for free. I ain't anything for free. <laughs> now, just the other day. <laughs> I, no, I no, got the By Brian Silverbacks. But then listen to this. <laughs> the other day, he said, I had um, looking at uh, Arkham, uh, Sodom Arkham, right? <laughs> this dude right here. This guy right here, right? And I like keeping my Blu-rays and everything in my Blu-rays, right? He said, if you're not using the code for the digital code. And you're talking about me. Oh, man, come because on. I used to not use the digital code, but now that I travel, I'd like to have access I, to my Voodoo library. I got you. Yeah, I, got you. Yeah, I understand. So, shout out to anybody that wants to send me a digital code that I will gladly take and add to my Voodoo account. No, Brian Subbags, anything for free. Anything for free. Anything, <laughs> anything for free. I've done more th- for other people than it than collectively people have done for me. Yeah, like you and Jerry Lewis, man, for muscular dystrophy. You are just, you're just a, <laughs> a, a patriarch for the top. So you, ha- you have done a lot for other people, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all have. Uh, so you gave me a code. You ch- no, a code. You ain't the only one I get a code too, Brian. That's one. Some more is coming, man. I because right. I, I have a collection of. Blu-rays and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. The subject matter of this uh, podcast is changing completely. Yeah, the, the subject matter of the podcast versus is... versus oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what debt do you owe to a friend that gave you something free? Go! <laughs> Brian? I don't owe anybody shit. <laughs> I don't owe nobody. I owe oh, you oh. way too many people to watch anybody. Oh, man. He, 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 uh, was it you or my daughter? Someone that wanted to know if JR meant you were a junior. I was. Oh, oh yeah? really? I told her no. I said right. JR probably has a This initials. is your this is your Amos podcast. I'm a junior too. I'm, I'm also a junior. My original name as I was born was Ernest Leslie Mounts Junior. Ernest Leslie, Leslie Mounts. Mounts. So JR is for Junior. JR is for Junior. Except well actually here's how it came about. All right. My dad leaves at three because he decides I, I don't want to be an adult. So my mom goes hell. Three years of age. At three years. Yeah. So my mom goes hell if I'm calling him Ernie or Little Less or Junior. Right. So my mom liked to kind of mess with people's names. So she said J R. That's your name. Oh. Huh. I I partially think that she thought that maybe our DNA wasn't going to make it. So shorten my name. <laughs> wow. So let's give him something he can think about. So she thought about the future. <laughs> Little forethought. Well, she was pretty well thinking about the president. Yeah. Let's not give him anything harder to say. So, does your wife call you JR? Yeah, here's Everybody the thing. Pretty much calls you I JR. was always called JR, but I had to sign Ernest all my life. Right. Until I met my wife and we were going to get married. We were living in Colorado at the time. Uh, and I figured, all right, let's change my name. You know, because oh, in Los Angeles. It costs a lot because of all the uh, actors, directors, was, porn stars, rock stars, you know. I like when you said porn stars. Yeah, yeah. he knew yeah. that. Oh, there, put that in quick. I'm sorry. Here's a short list. Her name was not Jenna Jameson on her birth certificate. Oh, I'm well. just saying. All right. 
So, but in Colorado, a little bumpkin town, you know, what do they care if you change your name? Right. So I changed my name to J. Period R. Period Mounts. They don't mean anything. No way. Right. So your legal first name is J. J. R. The letter J. J. My, actually, my legal first name is J. R. There is oh, no middle name, so that way people don't call me J. And then what does the R stand for? It's J. R. That's it. Wow, no that's middle pretty name. hot, dude. Yeah, it is. Certificate, I'm changing my shit to Silverbacks. Go to Silver. Go to go to Colorado. Because Georgia has a problem with abbreviations if they don't stand for anything. Oh, I want to change Silverbacks. That's just a weird word. Yeah. So I just changed my last well, name. Well, no, so I'm I'm see, that's your identity, though. Yeah, right? it is. So it is. I, I'm not Ernest. I'm not Junior. I'm not Leslie. I'm like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Literally, he, he changed, changed his name. name to Steve Austin. No kidding. His name was Steve Williams. Right, right. But there was already a Steve Williams wrestling, so sure. they called him Steve Austin. So then he. He just he went and had his name legally changed so that when he signs checks, I think it's brilliant. If that's your identity, man, I think I think more power to you. Because again, as we're kids, we don't get a choice. No, we well we didn't. <laughs> Once we get to be adults, we get a choice. So when you actually do a signature, you sign a book. Within the chicken scratch, is that a J.R. Mounts? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the chicken scratch is my name. <laughs> is that's my what name. I'm saying. Are you signing J.R. Mounts? Yep. J.R. Okay. That's me. Yeah. Oh, Junior. I'm a that's Junior also. Cool. But my parents don't call me Amos Junior. You know, when I was a kid, it's either Big Amos or Little Amos. I want everybody to hear this. Which one are you? I'm the Little Amos. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad is short. He is a short man. He is short. He's five six. I'm six one. Well, that changed real quick. Didn't yeah, it? Sure did. <laughs> I don't care how my dad. Says, I don't care how old you get, Amos. I'm still whoop your ass. And my mom said the same thing too. Fantastic. So it was never Amos Junior. It was always Little Amos or Big Amos. It's funny how things. Change from it, it doesn't go parents, anywhere. You know? Yeah, I'm 39 years old. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. Ah, you're always gonna be 39 years old. He's a young buck at the table. Yeah, he is. Yeah, actually. I am. Yeah, I'm the youngest one. All right, Amos. I'm gonna bring something up before you try to close this podcast on me. <laughs> what? What's the question? All right, has to do that free stuff that he. <laughs> yeah, bring that up. Free stuff. Free base for what the for the Silverbacks telethon. No, no, no. <laughs> The hip hop marvels. <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Yeah, now, Marvel now did, it's full circle. It's full circle. Yeah, <laughs> Marvel did have a thing where they had imitated rap out classic rap Covers. albums, and they 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 modified them to fit the cover of the book that they were doing. Right, so like they had a DMX one with uh, uh, on the Wolverine. Wolverine, right, and it was like the. Old, old DMX cover and then they have you know Red DMC they had the chronic from Dr. Was, Dre Dr. Strange I, they're, they're, to my knowledge they're still continuing they're still doing, they're doing new ones and there's a new one that I call Window Yesterday <laughs> and the Insane Clown Posse Riddlebox cover <laughs> he's such a fan <laughs> They, ICP. They, they've yep. done an <laughs> Insane Clown Posse are they even still around? yeah, yeah they're still okay. around okay Yes. Interesting. I was just I was just thinking about them the other day because I'd seen like a, an ad for one of their old albums. And I thought, yeah. are they even around anymore? Because yes. they had the comic book. Well, here's the thing. I, I was subscribed to their Facebook feed, and they had posted, thank you to Marvel and so-and-so for doing this cover. So they showed the original Riddlebox cover from the CD wow. and the cover of the book. I don't recognize the character. Do you know the character that, that was? Solo. He's um, He was um, he's a mercenary. Solo used to oh. be green. This doesn't look the same. Oh. Oh, no, I'm not. Fool Killer. I'm sorry. It's oh, Fool Killer. Okay. 
Yeah, so it, it was cool. It's real jaggy, just like the Riddle Box cover. So that was really awesome. I was like, dude, once I again, Marvel being gimmicky. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, the thing. Being but gimmicky. it's hot. It's hot. But I, I mean, I fell for it too. Like I said, I got the Wolverine cover with what, DMX. Ant Man, Biggie Smalls. I think I got that one. <laughs> I, I got that one. That's right there. Actually, that's really. Then smart. they had Spy- Amazing Spider Man. Um, um, not De La Soul. Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. They had all of that, and I, mean, I got a couple of them. You know, Doctor Strange was the, the chronic from Doctor Dre. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I mean, Marvel got this gimmicky thing now. You well, know, oh, they're the, a corporation. I mean, look, they go by whatever. You know, I mean, I'm, they they have formulas. They have things they have to kind of like well, sell. They have to sell the this. So, but the thing is, for me, this is from a comic book um, point of view, a comic book fan point of view. Right now, I am really enjoying DC Rebirth. Yeah, I have heard that over and, and over. They've got and good over. writers. That's that's because they got good writers. On and that. It, it's a it's it's going to be a cycle once again. Yeah. And the sales for DC are outselling Marvel right now. Books, but books, the movies, movies still belong. But to movies Marvel. Still Marvel, but yeah, but we got to look at them. We got to separate them now. Movies, you got to separate yeah. animation and comics because uh-huh. they're no longer one company against. They're they're factions of other companies. And right now, DC's ahead in animation. Yep. Yes. And comics. Comics. Yes. Movies ahead in uh, Marvel's ahead in movies. And that's about it. About it. Uh, and and comics by a, by a smidge, but only because they now keep, they keep. Don't get me wrong. Out. DC Maybe Television just, Division is good. Oh, CW. Yeah. CW, they go oh, for. No, that's true. Oh, that's let, true. let's talk about this real quick. Our hours. No, no, we're good. We, this, this is my podcast. Oh, we're no, you're right. Because right. There's a fourth one. Television. That's right. I, you know, and speaking of that, tonight is Tuesday. Yep. Ghost Rider, Agents of Shield. Now, if you guys have been watching Agents of Shield, notice that it comes on at ten o'clock now. Later. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, and not my my brain got to thinking. The reason it's at 10 o'clock, there's a little bit more edgy adult material they're going to be addressing. The minute I saw a, va- a, 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 a community bus with the chain, chain, the chain, chain I'm like, oh, what? Yes. That's, yeah. No, that's a fiery chain. That can only be Ghost Rider. It, I thought Ghost Rider would show up on a Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, I, want I want him on a Netflix more. series. Maybe, Maybe he might get it. We don't know. But the thing, like, once again, Jeff Loeb is over the television division. Well, it's and that's also, the thing. He works for both Asian Shield and a Netflix series. All right, let, let me, but let me put out one thing that DC doesn't have going for it: Luke Cage. Oh, oh yeah, that's, next, that's week. next week Netflix is is killing it with the Marvel stuff. The Daredevil, Iron Fist coming out. I'm I'm looking forward. Speaking to Luke of Cage. Jessica Jones, won an award. No kidding. Yes, she did. That I mean that show won an award. Uh, that, that makes sense. I think Daredevil should have won an award though. It should have, but Jessica Jones was more of a story. I get it. I a get story, it. you know, Daredevil. Hey, action stuff. Season two blew my mind. Yeah. The actually out of the, the first season of Daredevil, my takeaway from that whole thing was the kingpin. Right. Like that was the biggest thing I took away from season one. Mine was the hallway scene in episode two. Forget oh, about yes. it. Yes, forget about. Yo, it. at Dragon Con, Charlie Cox ever. talked about that man. Oh, I wish I could have seen. I, that. There I don't was, think I would have wanted to see a yeah, Dragon Con. Yeah, he. Oh, you know, Avenged Cosplay, the guy that did my bank robber yeah. mask. He he went to Dragon Con wearing his replica Charlie Cox mask and had Charlie Cox autograph <laughs> that awesome. little front plate that goes on it. Yeah. So now he's got the uh, ah. the Daredevil mask with Charlie Cox. See, that's where the geek in me comes out. All right, you know yeah. that's that's why as adults we still collect. That is what it is. See, there now we, we got back. now we got an advantage. You know, as adults we can be more discerning. And we get the stuff that's really important to us now. Yeah, that's true. And you're, you're right about that, Jr. You're really right about that. Yeah, now I'm more of trying to seek signatures out. Sure. To, to make it mean something. Just so I can have... It's okay to have issue one of this comic book that's really awesome. 
But I'd rather have issue 10 that's signed by yeah. somebody that I that I, when you ask me what happened there, well, let me tell you about the convention I was at or who got this for me or how that, the story of there's how a story, I There's a story that. behind yeah. that. That's much more important because when you're a kid. I ordered this on eBay. No, that doesn't yeah. count. That Man, I'm well, talking about eBay. It's, it's huh? collect, collect, collect. Yeah. But then as you become a collector, it's like, all, oh, well, I need this appearance, this appearance, this appearance. It's no longer about 1, 10, 25, 50, 75. It's not that anymore. And then after the collectible appearances first appearance Deadpool first appearance Spider-Man eventually it's like what's important to you characters yeah. and then even as you get older who is important to you and, and the thing with me now I'm, I'm, I'm older now you know because when I read a comic book now I'm looking for you know, art is an inner but I'm looking for a story I want something that's going to yeah. grab it, going to get my attention. I'll just want to read one page. Like, damn, this shit sucks. No, I don't want that. I think hands down, story is the most important thing more than anything. It, it can we in a day and age now. Yeah. We in a day, a day and age now that it's more story driven. I agree. You know, you have uh, art. I mean, writers like Matt Fraction. You have writers like um, Jonathan Hickman, Ed Brubaker, Ed Brubaker. Those guys, man, they put J. out R. some J.R. Mounts. <laughs> He's for your twenty-five cent quarter bin underneath the little little, little devil, you know. But, and, but but not to discount it though. There's a lot of independent, also independent and, that are also great writers. And the thing is, that with the guys I'm naming, they started off with independent books. You know, uh, Odyssey, um, not Odyssey, um, Casanova, Matt Fraction started with Casanova. Yep, it's funny that there's an arc there. Cullen Bunn, yeah, Matt Fraction. These guys. Got into the comics, trying to get break in with their own comics. They're into stuff, and then they got noticed. Right, Jeff Lemire, Matt Kent. So suddenly they're on Green Lantern. Suddenly they're on Daredevil. Suddenly they're on uh, Captain America. And then because of this, now they're able to put it back, go back, back, into, back into yes, right, criminal. Yeah, uh, you know, Bendis can do powers for these companies, and and we get the best storytelling. Right? And that's what I'm, now it's got a budget because they don't have the constraint. They they don't they can tell a story. Yeah, when Marvel and DC. They was established characters, man. You could do so much with those characters. Now, with your creator own stuff, you got your your whole world. It's right. what you what right. you want. Well, because with Marvel and DC, you have an editing comp- group that basically says you can't do this, 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 yeah. this, and this. But when you say I got you know uh, Super X, I can do whatever the heck I want. Now, but now you're bankrolled. Can you imagine what Baku would do if you had done a Marvel <laughs> paycheck? And now they Marvel says, yeah, now tell you what, go do your thing. Thing is, you don't give it to Marvel. You keep no. your rights. What you keep you your rights. You go to Image. Yeah. Right. You go to Image. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. The Boom Studios. Because now your Marvel Studios, Brian Silverbacks, does... Some, yeah. Baku that's, right. That's, right. So, that's right and that's the thing let's that's, hope we get to that point <laughs> the thing like I said Baku is, issue zero coming out soon <laughs> <laughs> but no, what like I said is that like these guys start off indie you know Brian Bennett did Jinx yeah exactly oh yeah Torso Torso you know, you know, sell out all those things. And I, I mean, I, I got to give the man credit, man. He's like they gave him the keys to the kingdom in Marvel, but, but he earned it. He though. earned it. But I mean, Tim, Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee, all these guys. You know, uh, Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns. These now, guys, now Jeff Johns running damn the entertainment part. And these of are all DC. Writers, you know, these guys are all writers and artists that that. But they're proven. They they're it. proven. Yeah, they've, they've proven themselves. They're not just someone thrust into a position. Well, because Johns did not only Green Lantern, but he did. Justice Society. He did Aquaman. And he sure did. The, the Flash. You know, uh, yeah, forget about it. And that's why the, you know he did the first pilot for the Flash. Mm-hmm. You know he did a TV show. And you think these guys have been doing so much work over the past ten years, man, or fifteen years? So probably. That, we, we kind of veered off. Who do you think has the better television, DC or Marvel? DC. 
I think. I think no, 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 no. Well, the reason why I'm saying network-wise, CW, no, 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 network I television. Say, I didn't DC. say network. I said television division. But but see, even we television divide because you got to go network versus cable. Yeah, Marvel's got the cable biz locked down. DC, by at least matter of volume, has network television because it got Warner Brothers behind it. But what we really have to ask is: Is Arrow better than Jessica Jones? Arrow. Oh, sucks. so no, nah, not better than Jessica Flash Jones. Flash better than Daredevil. No, no. You know, now also at the same time, how many Marvel things do we have? Because I'll guarantee anything that DC's putting out is better than Shield. See, the thing is, you got Agents of Shield. Yeah, Agents of Shield. You got Ghost Rider. I've heard that they're basically rocking the Shield universe with this season. They're 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 revamping and starting over with different. What they have to do is, man, when they say it's all connected, they need to start living by that. You know what I'm saying? I've heard rumors, man. That Infinity, whatever the new movie, yeah. Infinity War, we may see some cameo action from the people on the Netflix. That's the, the plan. That was one of the questions that Dragon Con and the guy um, for Charlie Cox. Nobody will panel, confirm it. And he said, "Well, I know that's a, I like to be on that. I don't have, can't, you know, it's Marvel. I can't say much of nothing right now." Well, it's also cable versus movies, movies you know, right. because like, look, we got two different flashes in the same decade. Is Netflix going to get a paycheck if they go to? If they make an appearance in the Guardian, it all the, depends on who War? owns the character. If Marvel owns the character, they make their separate. I'm saying, that, how cool would that be That'd to be at least just see Daredevil jumping in the background, mind blowing, and, and Luke Cage be like, "Merry Christmas, sweet Christmas. sweet Christmas." That would be fantastic. You know, that'd be pretty hot because it also begs all the possibilities. That means you've got uh, who did uh, who did? Oh man, Punisher. Who did Punisher this year? Uh, John Burnthal. John Burnthal. Okay, that basically means that Burnthal could show up in a Marvel movie. Damn Dude, right. How, I mean, could you imagine? Yo, Bertha versus Crossbones? With Ghost Rider popping in sometimes? I mean, you got like yeah, all these the, Midnight Suns kind of things. You know, yeah. it's, it's possibilities, Some man. But, but the thing is, it's the time. The so timetables. With each actor's yeah. table, I mean, what time, what schedule, yeah. and everything, you got to fit that Contract. all in. And because we all know it's, it, the body can only be Captain America for so long. Yeah. 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 Because and Robert Downey Jr. is out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah he's done. Yeah, you're right. I, and I think Captain. But he America might show up as Papa Stark one day in some. That is true. You know? I think I think you know Chris Evans may stop being Captain America, but he won't stop being Steve Rogers. And he's opened the door. Let's look at you know the fact that Adam West opened the door for Michael Keaton, who opened the door for all the other guys that came after. Once you have one, you can break them all. Right, you can. You can mess with it, and then we might see something later. And I, we're going to decide. Yeah, see, there's, this has never been done before. That they. That they would change a character and keep them in the same cinematic universe. Because right. when they recast a 007, they're not saying that this exists in the same universe as the other 007 movies. Well, that's like every Godzilla movie, too. But, Man. So, so, but Nothing what, happened before now. They, they <laughs> keep the same molds yeah. for Godzilla. Like, they made a new mold every time. But would you agree that right now, even with all that legal rigmarole, which, which is usually what stops... So, it that's, really that's is. Now. Robert Downey Jr. died today. Do you recast Tony Stark in Avengers? You have you to. You have to. Or because do you just create a new character? You have to because let's talk about Scotty from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to. But at least we have somebody who created that role. But uh, Yeah, but then are you trying to live up to what that guy did? Like, they're talking about Brian O'Connor's character still being in the Fast and Furious yeah. Yeah, th- that's a little... That's a little sticky. Could you recast Brian O'Connor? But what you're doing is you're casting the character. You're not, not recasting the, act. yes, the actor. Yes, but us as a smart audience, we would go in and say, well, he's not as good as so-and-so. Well, just like they yeah. do with Jared Leto. 
He's yeah. playing a completely different Joker, yeah. but they're still comparing him to with the Heath Ledger, right? Well, except for they gave him eight minutes of screen time as opposed oh, to that was thirty so minutes they shot. Regardless, you know? so that's that's. A, but what I'm saying is the 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 audience out there immediately tried to draw comparisons, even though they didn't take place in the same universe. Well, they will. Same thing happened to Keaton when he did Batman in '89. They said, "Well, he's no Adam West. This is too dark." And then we see Christian Bale, Bale come yeah. up and like, "Oh, holy crap! That's Batman." Yeah, so, that's, but that, that's because we're just excited to wash our mouths out. <laughs> George Clooney and, and, and Val Kilmer. Yeah. Joe Schumacher can kill a, can kill a franchise dead. Or oh, um, Mr. Freeze. But but so much possibility. Oh, Conan is Mr. Freeze. Really, we had it. And sorry, as Bane. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh yeah, the yeah he's a former wrestler. The limo driver. Yeah, Bane. Yeah, just, yeah, just. But we 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 broke that mold. We did, yeah. You right, did. They said, "All right, you know what? This was crap. We will never speak of this." And now Bane will break Batman's back. You know what? I will say this, man. Um, over the years, the movies, because of special effects, now you had a special effects to come with the powers and everything like that, and making make the movie so much entertaining. You know, but like I said, with Marvel versus DC, as far as the movies, man, Marvel has this interconnected universe. And his stories was appealing. Too. It makes it appealing, and the fans were, "Oh, I know this character. He was in the Captain America. Now he's in Avengers, so they relate." As long as the products are good, this marketing is brilliant. Yeah, because you're right. We will attach ourselves to each one. The problem is what DC is doing. Well, <laughs> well, because here's the problem: it's as long as each interconnected piece works on its own. Yeah, yeah. Because Ant Man works. It, right? it, it did. Deadpool has. Had very little budget compared to any Marvel movie out there since mm-hmm. Marvel got a hold of it, and it rocked. Yeah, because what they had two sets. That's it, basically. That's you know, it. they had CGI, of course, but mm-hmm. it wasn't Matrix type CGI. It, and you know? the thing was, it said for the sequel, they still want less budget, and it came down to writing. Yeah, the writing was awesome. The well, writing it, and the passion for the project. Passion, you felt that passion for the source material and the the sticking to the sort not not sewing his mouth shut like. Here's the reason oh, the fans yeah, no, that was, but, but they found we don't, we don't why people it. like no, this character. Did they why, did, why do the fans like this character? What do they like about him? We got to make sure not to change those well, things. We can change things, yeah. not the things that people like. They but like we, his wit. They like his bloodiness. They like his irreverence. They like that. So the, we have to keep that. The main focus, I think, on this is differences. Wolverine was a company-driven movie. Deadpool. You're talking about origins. Oh. Yeah, origins. Origin, origins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas Deadpool was Marvel handling their handling their business. Right. And ever since Marvel got a hold of their own characters, they've done it right. Well, Marvel Studios, Marvel Studios and Disney. Yeah. Because Marvel and Fox. Yeah, Fox has learned from that. Yeah. Because I mean, Days learned. of Future Past was awesome, and yeah. the Wolverine was fantastic. It was better than Origins. I know yeah, that yeah. much. I didn't. I was. I kind of missed the ball in Apocalypse, though. That didn't do it. Nah, it was not that good. He should have been let's, better. Let's, but. let's go back to Wolverine. You guys remember where you were when they first told you that Hugh Jackman was going to play yeah. Wolverine? Yeah, yeah. He, one, he's too tall. He's too pretty. <laughs> yeah, right? Because in my head, when they said, oh, they're going to cast Wolverine, I immediately thought Chris Benoit. <laughs> because Chris Benoit is like 5'6", he's Canadian, he's stocky as shit. I thought and Bob I was Hoskins. Like, Bob Hoskins? Really? Wow. He has a hairy... That's Puck. That's he has Puck, a man, from yeah, Alpha Flight. But, but look how well that worked out. So that's yeah. one thing yeah. that they... That, they casting... They, they didn't cast 
but the character was still true. So physically, it was different. And I, were, I admit, I was pissed. I, How are you going to get this six foot tall dude to play five foot three Canadian guy smoking a cigar? And I, and then once I watched Hugh Jackman, I was like, who gives a shit? I, I know we were like. This doesn't that dude, stop. That dude's got claws. Because uh, they were also out. mad that there was no yellow spandex at the time. Yes. Right. And that his claws came out of the middle of his neck. That was right. Right. And you know what? And that was a that was a great casting, man. That was a that was a crapshoot. Yeah, and he wasn't like a was proven a actor. No, he wasn't. He was not a proven screen actor. Like he had done stage. That role skyrocketed his um, career. Oh, and he's was... come to own that role. I mean, yeah. he's come to love with, he love it. With old man Logan coming out, he finally feels like he's Is it going to be old man Logan? Oh, it's old man. No, you know who no, it's the not bad gonna, guy no. it can be. You know it cannot be old man Logan. Exact. You know who the bad guy is? Mr. Sinister. I heard well, Brian Creston is Creston. Well, they're Brian Creston. Let's just say be Mr. Sinister. The, they're going to call it Old Man Logan, based on the movie in the same way, or based on the book, same way Civil War was based on. Yeah, they've got I, a Brian, lot of manipulation now, to do. Brian, now you didn't read Old Man Logan. Now, I you read, read Civil oh, War old. or Old Man Logan. Now Martin Millar, 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 Millar. Yeah, yeah. You know, I read it, and the Hulk thing, the oh, incest. Boy. Incest. Incest. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna, oh, who's incest? You, 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 you want to spoil this? I'm spoiler alert for those that read it. Yeah, they are post-apocalyptic green trash. Right. Right. The Hulks. The Hulks. The Hulks. Like Hulks. They haven't been doing it with each other for millennia. Yeah. Yeah. She Hulk and Hulk have been doing it, and they have like babies now, and those babies are cousins. Hillbilly Hulks. They're hillbilly Hulks, uh, and, and, and <laughs> radio, radioactive gamma radiated hillbilly Hulks. Yes. In post-apocalyptic. And see, this is the thing with Old Man Logan with me. You have so many of the Marvel villains, Magneto, Kingpin, they all all had territories in the United States. Mm -hmm. Apocalypse, all had territories and everything. Venom, you had Venom T-Rex. So he had a lot of... Yeah, he had a lot of things in there, and, and it was going, all weird. It was a little weird. gimmicky at the same time because Millar does that. You yeah, know, he goes gimmicky. Yeah. So maybe what they'll keep from the whole thing is just the internal story of Logan. Maybe not the actual. See, aspect. he actually they'll killed keep, the X Man in Old Man Logan. Yeah, they'll oh, keep. Well, not, they won't keep that part. <laughs> I, if they just keep the essence of what made Wolverine such a badass right. in that movie and a pacifist, remember he, yeah, he was, was a pacifist yeah. in the same way that Civil War wasn't a direct correlation to the series. But it had the heart of the series. And yeah, it, it, it brought up those interesting questions. Because uh, are we going to spoil this at all? Yeah, go ahead. People all should right. have seen it. Because you know that we Civil, Civil War, War ends with with Captain America in the comic books getting shot, shot yeah, right, and killed. That you know that was the death of Captain America. Whereas the movie didn't do that. But watching the movie a couple times now, it didn't need it because the politic of it was there. Mm-hmm. The, the characters were all there because you had your pros and your cons. You had this person believe that this is the right thing to do, and right. the other one say, "No, I believe this is the right thing to do." So that was how the Civil War was read in the comic book. Tony Stark wants to do the heroes to register their identity, and Captain, no, we don't need to do this. You know, we're doing good anyway without giving our names and stuff like that. See, Steve Rogers doesn't have an identity. Everybody knows who Steve Rogers and Captain right. America is, but Spider Man did, yeah. and Spider Man was the key player in that Civil War. I agree, and it cost him one more day. Yep, which I hated that fucking. Well, that I'm terrible. sorry, I, I'm sorry, terrible. Brian. We talking over your head with the comic books. I'm just, I'm just worried if we're gonna turn this oh, over. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Honestly, I'd like to sit here and talk, but <laughs> if you if you look at where this podcast started <laughs> to where we're at now, we, we've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> I, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, this is my last thing I'm gonna say on my podcast, Brian. Maybe we can convince Jerry to do this once a week, every week. We might have to convince him, man. 
my thing. I'm hogging all the time. Jeez. No, we've got even. I mean, even everybody, even. I'm the one that's sitting here mostly because I haven't read most of this stuff. See, Jay, we could go back and forth with the comics thing and the storylines to all that stuff, man, because as a fan, as a collector, mm-hmm. I, I, some of the stories I did not like. And it's kind of hard to kind of translate. It's not hard to translate those stories to a movie or a television show. Like for instance, what worked. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, and as again, as we're adults, when we were kids, we could fall for anything. Right. I'm sorry. They had two Captain America movies. We're too smart for dogs that. Dogs way back then. We're too smart for that. As, as but we're adults. older, and we see we've been yeah. done it. Kids today haven't seen all the way. They got a lot of catching up to do. But I definitely agree with you. I mean, there we we have to be more selective with what we get. And there's never been a better time to be us because now we're old enough to appreciate all the things coming out and there's so much more to take in yeah, yeah so yeah, much content yeah, and everything yeah. Yeah. and so much accessibility like True. now I can hop on my the, phone my tablet the my internet mail. the internet yeah. you know there was none of that shit it was if I didn't see it at the at the at the Walden books then I didn't see it so the, hope mm, BNS has it so the uh, meaning of this podcast is as we were kids, I think, I, I think we lost. We the lost meaning. the meaning. I think, I think, I think we've just, come back up. We said yeah, we, we were the young, thing is when we were young, the thing that we were growing up geeky and nerdy. Because we are talking about issues. Issues. As if these things really exist. <laughs> That's right. right. We're talking about the politics of Civil War, the politics right. of Old Man Logan, Genosha. Because sucks. we came. <laughs> no more mutants. Yeah. Oh, dude! If they ever do a movie of House of M. Oh God! That's got, that got all studios from Fox and Disney had to collect to just come together and do that. They're working on her crazy. So yeah, they are working on her. Oh, that's right, they are yeah, working on her crazy. Yeah, yeah. They could, they could do it. She's a powerful character. She is. You haven't told the audience who oh, she is. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. She's a powerful character. Saying, not everybody's read everything. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Brian. I'm, I'm, just, I'm looking out for these guys listening. Well, you know, some of my audience that know doesn't read comic books. I'm just going to tell them. You know. All right. No, gra- all no, gra- all thirty four of you that are listening to this, y'all need to get on your comic book game. Yeah, whatever, Brian. All right, guys, it's been a very, very fun <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> Brian, I mean, it's like four and three days. You said right, or three yeah. and four days. This like is that. my fourth podcast I've done in my four, three or four days. One of them. Yeah, so yeah, you got so a lot of editing to do. I got a lot of podcasting to yeah, put up this, and editing. This episode's like one run long sentence. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you, you haven't listened to Angus' podcast then. Most of them run about an hour. They yeah. start here. The destination was here, but they're like somewhere over here. Yeah, so. I think we rounded it up a little bit. Yeah, we I mean, did. I think, I, I I think, think we've actually time. shown people what happens when you get older as you start out. Yeah, thinking, more shit to talk about. Right, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> more and we're more opinionated. Yeah. yeah, we are. That's you know, why I got Smarter, the podcast. You know? Yeah. So, JR, it's always a pleasure, Thank man. You, always Thank a pleasure. You. Appreciate that. So, uh, how can people reach you on your social media? How can they see your stuff? You can look me up on my name uh, on Facebook, or you can go to my website, which is www.scarytalesnoir. That's Scary with an I, so S C A I R Y T A L E. It's like fairy tales, but scary. You are. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got my own tagline with me. Yes, yes. Well, you know, you got your hype man right here. <laughs> I, I'm, just try, I'm trying to audio make it clear. Make it clear, okay. Audio make it clear. So, Brian Silverbacks, how can people reach you? You can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram. Just go to silverbacks.com. That's B-A-X.com and find all that cool shit. And we're all friends, so you can go to our friend page. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is true. We're all friends, right? Yeah. Or yeah. you can just look around. Who's that fat dude? 
That's Do a sketch cards. That could be any one of us. Okay? <laughs> no, not you. No, I don't draw. I mean, I, I, I just love the, um, no, the stuff, man. You know, I get free stuff that I was told. Yes, you were told. You ain't got to be told shit. It's happened. No, see? Anyway, look, you can really look, look, for the, look for the bearded black guy asking for free stuff. I'm shaving my beard. I'm going bald. You <laughs> said cornrows. Look for those pictures. Oh, yeah, I did have cornrows. I used to have a fro, man. I said, whew, man. Yeah, cornrows down to his ass when I met <laughs> Yeah, I had a lot what of hair. What that? Oh, man. Damn. 2001 or two. Okay, so it was in then. Yeah, That's it was right. in 2001 or two. I had long like hair that. too before I grew this bump on the back of my skull. <laughs> Yeah, I met this guy. He was a custodian. I was a janitor. Yeah. I was a janitor. I'm going to say custodian because it sounds better. <laughs> I was Joe Dirt. So, so I, I called myself a front desk guy for six years. I was a receptionist. <laughs> so, yeah, you know? so Joe Dirt. So yeah. I did that guy. But, you know, this is all fun and, fun and stuff, guys. So you can reach me at Instagram, at Amos, at Just Being Amos. You're also on Twitter, Facebook. iTunes. iTunes and SoundCloud. SoundCloud, I'm sorry. Yeah, SoundCloud. Hero cats. Heroes oh man, cats. we're not gonna get on it again, guys. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for checking me out. Peace. Yeah, guys, take care. Brian, why you gotta go do that for a man? Just being famous.